Todd Howard, you son of a bitch, you did it again. 10 out of 10, the game of the year, Starfield. Hunter, we did it. Starfield is out and we it's did the it. sensation that everyone was waiting for. Yeah, it's, it's the best game of all time. No complaints here. Um, what I like about it is uh, the people, how they look at me. Uh, <laughs> what I don't like about it are those dang pirates. Oh, oh I'm going to kill them. pirates, and it's so fun to destroy them. They've revolutionized yeah. the industry. Did you hear this? Did you hear that Starfield revolutionized the industry, Hunter? Yes. The part of the industry that had not played Skyrim is very impressed <laughs> with Starfield. <laughs> <laughs> the 17 people that hadn't played Skyrim. 17 people had not played Skyrim, a game released in 2011, and are now very excited about Starfield. Oh, man. I've played about an hour of Starfield, Hunter. And, and you're, and you're, and then and we need to hear your opinion on it. Yeah. I'm just so mad all the time. I'm just so mad at it all the time. That's, that's yeah, my For take. an hour. <laughs> for an hour. I for was an hour, just... you were mad at it all the time. Yeah. Well, there's no way it's going to get any better. <laughs> I, like, oh, okay. I, I actually do feel certain about that based on what is frustrating me. Have you not heard that the first 12 hours are oh, bad that's and then right. after that it's good? Yeah, it gets good. So, there, so there's, not there's not just clutter everywhere after 12 hours. The rooms are like clean and not just messy, weird apartments that are oh my uh, God, uncomfortable like, to you navigate. Can t you can collect, you can get as many potatoes <laughs> as you want and you can put them in a room. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just, what are you doing? What do you want? Yeah. Yeah. What do you want the no, game to you're be? Right. You're right. You're right. I should just, just you know, shut up and love, love. I'm the, actually the annoyed that so many people are being uh, Starfield haters mm -hmm. because to me, I'm just like, yeah, these are what these games always are. Like, why is everyone <laughs> acting like now? This suddenly, is the they're bad like, one. oh, suddenly it doesn't work for me, and it's like, dude, y'all have been here the whole time, haven't you? Like, this is what these games are about. It's just about, not though, man. Oh, it's that's just, what they are. I'm, it's all, I'm a lover. I'm a lover of this company, or have been, mm -hmm. and this one just it's so it's so. It makes me so mad to play. What makes it so different from It has Oblivion none of the elements of Skyrim. So an, an old, one of the older games, again, the thing they always say is, you see that mountain over there? You can walk to that. And you see that you see that building? You can go inside of that. You can go mm -hmm. there or whatever. And mm -hmm. there there are certain amounts of that that are like lies within the game. Like you can't go inside every single building sometimes in like a Fallout or whatever. But like you can go to the places. And not just that. You can look out and you can see things to go to. You mm -hmm. go to a Starfield planet and there's like one thing there to go to and the rest is just mm -hmm. an empty like wasteland of nothingness and there's nothing yeah. interesting to find except for like d mining. You can just do more mining. I would argue that this is always how these games have been and this one is maybe just a little too honest for everybody. <laughs> I think that's really... Because what you're saying, even you saying... What the thing about these games is that mountain, you can go there, which is something famous that Todd said. You can't go to that mountain. You can't climb the mountain that Todd was talking about in Skyrim. <laughs> yes, you, you can. <laughs> you can climb. You can, walk up, you can walk up a path to it. Uh -huh. It's not... It, what I'm saying is that these games have always been about the illusion of freedom and exploration. Mm -hmm. But actually, at the end of the day, the game itself is just like a menu for you to just select yeah. the smaller dungeon... That you are going to load into right. and then experience that little bite-sized chunk sure. of game. But at least those dungeons were, uh, I don't know, like 
at least somewhat handcrafted and built by people and stuff placed in, instead of just like procedurally generated planets where everything is just sort of laid out in a randomized set way. But haven't they always been somewhat procedurally generated? No. All of the dungeons? Is that no. not true? No, I, that's I not thought true. all of Oblivion dungeons are like procedurally no, generated. No, the problem with Oblivion is there's all of six caves and they're all the same cave copied over and over and over again. Oh, so they're handcrafted, but there's only six of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I see. <laughs> and then, there, and then there's like six Oblivion yes. gates and then there's like 10 building shapes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you're saying in Skyrim dungeons, there's not a lot of procedural generation going on? No. Like, there's none. The procedural generation in Skyrim is the random dude who runs up to you on the quest and is like, help me, help me, I, I'm, a th I'm not a thief at all, please. Like, the, 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 well, there's procedurally generated events in Skyrim, but the, the, the caves themselves are not. I would say, if you are in fact correct, and that a lot of Skyrim and Fallout 4 in these games are handcrafted, then I would say those hands are doing a very good impression of a computer. They just are, <laughs> it's not very... It's never been the most human feeling game. You know what I mean? Like pound for pound, moment for moment. It feels like, yeah, I mean, I, it, it feels like somebody went, went around and was like, we're not procedurally generating this, but if you could make it feel that way, <laughs> then sure. You know? And I that's guess. where the, that's, it, I think that's fair because that's where the game started too, was with these games that are just like really big yeah. and mostly yeah. just generated stuff. Starfield it's is, always, Starfield is Elder Scrolls Daggerfall 2. <laughs> that's yeah, what Starfield why, is. But, but, and that's, that's my point here is that Starfield is exactly what the pedigree said it would be. Uh -huh. Okay. Maybe not what Todd communicated it would be, but Todd has never honestly or earnestly communicated about any project <laughs> he's ever been a part of. I think mostly because I doubt he's very informed on what the games I are. Feel so bad. Actually. I feel yeah. so bad for developers that work underneath Todd. And Todd's like, we should do it like this. And they're like, really? You still want us to do it like that? That We've been doing that for 15 years. Can't we do something new? And he's like, no. The, the, what's new about it is that it's in space. It's, it's the first time I wrote a space game. And hey, I definitely wrote all of dialogue. I wrote ten, 10 hundred billion lines of dialogue. 10 billion lines of dialogue. Okay. <laughs> 10 billion. And we've all of them many performed lines. at you with just grace and poise. And that's, but that, again, that's another microcosm of it is sure. like what I think that in a way, I kind of respect Starfield thus far a little more than the other games because I feel like what people are complaining about uh, with the people that don't like the game that are bouncing off of it is just like, well, that's how I've always felt about these games. Mm -hmm. So if anything, maybe the difference with Starfield is there's less smoke and mirrors to cover up what the actual design is. And... Maybe this is a time for us all to look at that and say, like, hey, maybe some people never really liked those values and were fooling themselves. But also at the same time to just say, like, it's OK if that, that's what this wants to be, you know, <laughs> like, that's fine. I, I, I just can't get on board with it because there is something I there, there's something fundamentally different about Starfield because I, I I feel it. I feel it when I walk around that. I, and I've I've walked around fallout 4 and skyrim 
and never felt this way like never even close to feeling the way it feels to walk around starfield there's no what changed, there's no Matt, cohesive world what if you're the one no that's it's not it's what not me it's there's nothing to walk aged. around and see you, you've had a child <laughs> you had a child you became a father between fallout 4 and starfield you became a father so do you think you can look upon Todd's new world with a father's eyes and not see the seams my eyes and not have seen see the glory of the coming of Elden Ring my eyes have seen no, the glory of the coming of Elden point. Ring that's not my point at all if this is not Elden Ring versus Starfield okay if anything you should be comparing Starfield to games like The Witcher 3 mm -hmm. uh, or Red Dead 2 or uh, I guess cyberpunk <laughs> I guess, I guess actually that was is the it, feeling I had before Starfield was I think at this point I just would rather play cyberpunk like I'm just ready to play <laughs> cyberpunk now I'd rather cyberpunk hurt me than Starfield <laughs> I mean I'll tell you this uh, I've I've played the first 25 hours of cyberpunk and I played the first three to five hours of Starfield yeah cyberpunk opens way stronger yeah way stronger <laughs> and gets you going way faster right you know like it, it the and the the main, it's really, yeah, you know, it's really making me think about that whole cyberpunk game. Because, like, yes, there were a lot of problems, but you, like, play that game for five hours and it says, all right, thank you for playing for five hours. We've got Keanu Reeves. Uh -huh. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's it's nice. Right. It's being nice to you as it. far as time investment goes. Yeah. yeah. And they both have, I mean, thus far, the progress, I will say the, the thing they have in common is the progression systems. I'm just looking at oh, them yeah. and yeah. it's like, we just need, I mean, we just need to peel it all back, sure. everybody. The Everyone thing got a little too innovative and we could just go back to freaking regular D&D &D stuff. And I'd be sure. like, let's start here again. Yeah, yeah. And reset. then we can, let, let's reset. Let's go back. Um, this game, yeah, Starfield looked at Oblivion and was like, you know how people like to just, uh, they just sort of jump for 30 minutes to level up. What if we made that a core part of the infrastructure? Like, what if we required that mm -hmm. of you? Let's do it that way. Yeah, people really like that about our games that you just stand there and jump for 30 minutes so that'll it's be the so, game it's so gamey because you like get a new skill and it's like use it 10 times <laughs> and then it will level up mm -hmm. and it's like like it, in a way that's always been true right that's right. always been experience points are just covering up yes that type of system right so it's not fundamentally different but again it's it's, I just want to come back to my yes yes <laughs> that's what I'm saying is I think what's bothering people about Starfield the people that are bothered by it and the thing that I can respect about the people that like it still is that I think inherently the problem is that it's too honest it's showing <laughs> it's in it's I and it depends on how you feel about it right it's either showing its ass if you don't like this type of thing or it's showing you its heart it's <laughs> It's an ass. And his heart is heart. in its ass. It's got a hard sure. ass. M maybe. Maybe. But I'm just and saying. And I've like, got the I door to light. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say that here's here's the nuanced take I'm having. Okay. I was never going to like Starfield. Of course. It's not a part of my family. I didn't. I, I don't. I've never been uh, someone that likes these games. Um, so, of course, it's cool for me to dislike it. Uh -huh. But all you people out there that used to like Bethesda games, and now you don't like this one, I say heresy on you and a pox <laughs> on your house. You eat your spinach, young man. <laughs> Let's go.
welcome uh, to the old Gamers Almanac. My name is Hunter Donaldson. Uh, I am your first host. I'm joined by second host. Me, Matt, Matt Martin. I liked your hey, welcome. Hey, hey there, everybody. Hey, how yeah. are you? Welcome to our sometimes, show. Sometimes it, you just got to chill a little bit, yeah. you know? Yeah, today's a chill Not everybody's day. trying to feel like it's the start of a big thing. Let's start <laughs> chill and stay chill, you know? Last last week we had like music uh-huh. and all this complicated editing stuff and like <laughs> this week is not about that we are chilling out just it's not like out. i'm gonna be like uh oh i got a star matt and then you play Ooh, like God. the star dude, theme. Dude, like, dude, it's amazing it's, it's amazing. amazing the yoshi song there's a, there's, there's a yoshi in here yeah. that i'm riding around we're talking about super mario world today from 1991 the super nintendo game why are we doing mario world hunter um, because we started this project with Super Mario Brothers 3, yeah. my favorite 2D Mario, um, and you've always been more of a Super Mario World guy, mm-hmm. so I always thought in my head in that first hundred, we should also do Mario World, Yeah. Um, and we are finishing out this hundred, uh, so it's time. Th- these are all like sequel episodes, right? Yeah, yeah, right? true. Yeah, we have a lot of sequels lined up. We haven't we? really talked that much about, like, I-, I feel like in one episode, we were just like, we're not going to do the 90s yeah. PC <laughs> thing anymore, and we didn't really explain. We were just kind of like, we're not doing that. Yeah. Like, we're, we're we hated done. it, we just, so we stopped. We, we, <laughs> I think we just wanted, there. I think that we wanted the show to be something that I I realized, I'll speak for myself, I realized that what I wanted the show to be didn't actually sound that fun once I started, like, listing it out, and it didn't sound like something that was playing into our skill set mm-hmm. that much, mm-hmm. which was, I was interested in a very historical show where we were bringing in a lot of context and stuff, and I think we, you know, I'm not saying, like, I want a show with no historical context. <laughs> I'm not saying the opposite. I'm just saying, like, I think that that is probably done better by others mm. and that mostly uh we need a focal point that is a little bit sillier and yeah. a little bit stranger which is why we have something uh different cooking yeah. uh, in uh, the kitchen right now but we got to finish out this hundred because it's the right thing to do it is a okay? hundred games is a cool thing to have a list of so why not finish it so uh yeah super mario world is my favorite 2d mario uh traditionally well it's also i mean it's like the thing too of where it's just the first one i actually played i don't know if that's 100 percent true uh i may have like seen the original mario beforehand but like the first console my family ever owned was a super nintendo that's that's where we were at in life and and of course that came with super mario world uh so yeah it was a pack-in game huh um i could play some of the levels we're talking about when i am all of five five years old maybe five or six Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. so i'm not any good at any of this but i did Mm -hmm. have a babysitter in the summer one summer Mm -hmm. i had a babysitter that was you know whatever some like 16 year old dude and he was good at mario and uh I, th- I thought Mario World was okay, and then he was like, well, there's this thing called the Star World, and the special world, the special yeah. levels, and let me show you how all of this works. And, like, from that point on, I have always thought Mario World, I, like, I just have kind of, just kind of, like, rose-tinted glasses for it, just this doughy-eyed, like, oh, wow, what an amazing, there were secrets mm-hmm. I could have never known existed or whatever uh, as, yeah. as, a, as a small, dumb, very little child with no gaming experience at all, basically. Yeah, um, I feel like I may have told this story before, maybe even in the first episode of this show, I don't, I don't remember. 
Um, but my mom was a big Super Mario World person. Um, and she was like, we were living in the woods in Pine Bluff or, or outside of Pine Bluff, Arkansas. I definitely should not say inside of Pine Bluff, Arkansas. We were, we were well out there. Um, and my mom was kind of, was kind of scared of living out there for many years. Actually, yeah. pretty much the whole I time. I wonder we were there, why. It's not like Pine Bluff is known for. No. And, 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 but again, we're, I mean, honestly, in a way, we were probably, uh, you know, safer right. out far, there. Yeah, far enough out of the city limits that it was okay. That's true. But, it, but also at the same time, I think it was just, it was kind of spooky. Yeah. I mean, it's spooky living in a house in the woods. Um, and, you know, I think there's probably some, if there's some woods people listening, I feel like you might know what I'm talking about. Unless, like, maybe your family were, like, woods all the time. My my family was not, like, always woods people. They yeah. just happened to live out there. And my mother uh, would play specifically Super Mario World. She was, she was really into um, on the Super Nintendo late at night because she couldn't sleep. Mm. And I would just stay up and watch her play. Wow. And she was pretty good. Uh, she, like, that's how I found out about the Star World and all that stuff. Because yeah. I would play, um, for some reason, I would play the NES more when yeah. I was really little. Interesting. And then my mother would play the Super Nintendo. And it, I don't know why it went like that. Yeah. I don't know if my mom was being territorial. I don't <laughs> think so. I don't, don't think my mom was like... Hunter, you can't play the Super Nintendo, uh -huh. but I think it was because the NES was more mine. I, uh -huh. I, it, I, I felt like it belonged to me, and the yeah. Super Nintendo was my mom's for a while. And then I got older, and then eventually it was just, it was all mine. Um, <laughs> but I remember watching my mother play a lot of Super Mario Brothers, and I would stay up and just watch her play. Uh, it was like the first Twitch stream was my mom, uh, yeah. and I would fall asleep. Uh, on the couch uh, wow. just watching uh, and and that was something uh, that was something we did a lot because hmm. um, yeah like I said my mom uh, had trouble sleeping I think uh, you know and I was I'm really little at this point sure. like I, I only have the vaguest of memories of these things mostly yeah. I think I remember this just because my mom like telling me but I do remember seeing Star Road mm -hmm. and it wasn't because I done got yeah, there of course when I was like five or whatever I did not do that but yeah, yeah. Very cool game. Very important game. I I, I think uh, it's I can look at Super Mario World and and see things of where it's like this is not that uh, far of a stretch from Mario three, right? Like like the the jump from Mario one to Mario three couldn't mm -hmm. be bigger, right? It's it's such a monumental shift oh, in yeah, sort of insane. like yeah. layout and and just like quality and like the the like the feeling of the two games is so vastly different and the jump from three to world is like obviously not that big of a deal generally speaking like there's a graphical upgrade by the nature of it being on the super nintendo but it's like the world structure is more or less the same and all that but to me now especially on replaying it and having replayed three you know two two years ago now or whatever mm -hmm. i i do i am struck a little bit by the push towards I think secrets in this game and also sort mm -hmm. of like trying to get all of the items a bit more involved in all of the levels. Whereas Mario three, yeah. it's like you can, you there's like a couple items you can have in your inventory. Right. And you can like, well, I'll boot up this level and have a fire flower or whatever. Uh, sure. But if you lose that, it's just like gone or, or, and, and there's a couple items in the game where it's like you get that hammer bros shell like one time and if you lose it, it's just sort of gone forever. So it's like a blip yeah. on the radar of things you can do in Mario 3 or whatever. And it feels like in Mario World, they were like, we want all of the items to like 
have a role to play. One of those items is a dinosaur that you ride on. And I would say that is also the Yoshi. area. Yoshi, the, the area where you get the most like items that aren't a big deal is uh you can get different colored Yoshis later on in the game too. Mm-hmm. This is more like a Star Road thing than anything, honestly. And it's funny how much those things stand out in my mind. And in replaying, they are just as off in the corner as your frog suits and your hammer brothers suits that, that like they're they're really barely in the game at all and only in this one section so what i've what i'm realizing more and more is to me super mario world is star road and special world and like the game itself like the actual like go and beat bowser's castle and and do the worlds to get there that is so much less of the game in in my like nostalgic view of this game uh yeah. than, than i realized yeah, I think it was a game that was really well tuned for um, the playground mm-hmm, experience mm-hmm. of talking about games on the playground when you were a kid and saying crazy stuff about what was in Super Mario World. It right. felt like a game that was full of all kinds of weird possibilities. I probably, when I was a kid, would have believed anything that <laughs> yeah. you could say about Super <laughs> Mario World, which was not true about Mario 3. Right. was not true about Mario 3 at all. Um but I do want to say, so like, I think we will probably spend a lot of time uh, comparing these mm-hmm, two games. Mm-hmm. I do feel like spiritually, one of the key differences to them, and th- well, and actually, this is this isn't very spiritual. This is this is actual, uh-huh. but I feel like it has a spiritual uh, connotation to it. Uh, Super Mario Three is the end of a console mm-hmm. generation game, and Super Mario World is the beginning of a console generation game. And I feel like there's some things that come along with those two. Yeah. And I kind of feel like I prefer uh, hardware at the end of its life cycle. Yeah. When everyone is pushing it to its limit, Super Mario World is we have this new this new palette, basically. This yeah. new canvas on which to paint. Right. And they paint something beautiful. But it's also the first thing. Yeah. Which is why I think ultimately Mario World casts a longer shadow mm-hmm. on the current Mario like space. Yeah. Like there's definitely way more Mario World ROM hacks than there are Mario 3. I don't even have to check. Yeah. It, and, and if there is more Mario 3, it's a technicality because <sighs> what you see out there in the world yeah. is Mario World ROM hacks. Sure. And that that is like the the backdrop for Mario Forever. Um, and Mario 3, in my opinion, by comparison, looks weirder because it's trying to it's trying to look like this game. Right. But they're, they're literally a, can't. Yeah, yeah. It's ascribing to Mario World, but it's on the NES and cannot push itself any further than it is, basically. Yes. And at some point, as I got older, I became more nostalgic for Mario 3's grasping at the future mm-hmm. than Mario World's arrival right. at the now or whatever. Sure. Um, and I feel like that's and that's just talking about graphical quality aspects of it, like art design and well, stuff. Well, but it's level design and stuff like that too, right? Like there's there are there are things Mario 3 levels do where it's like a Mario 3 level can only be so long. Like because of technical yes. limitations, a Mario 3 level can only be so long. But seeing levels where they just jam pack the sprites in there to try to accomplish something, I, I, yeah. d- it does feel like a quality that you're getting at. You know, where, whereas Mario World, it's like, well, you could put anything. I mean, as you can see in Kaizo Mario ROM hacks, it's like you could fill the screen with all kinds of garbage and crap and, and make Mario oh, do yeah. insane things. Uh, but is that, you know, a more cohesive design 
No, I mean, I, 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 it's like, it comes down to like Mario World is the better quote unquote platformer on a technical level, mm -hmm. but because it's sitting on an architecture that like obviously would work better. Of course it would or whatever. Uh, it's, do you like, do you like ghost levels? Do you like the haunted mansion I do. stuff? Yeah, I like them a yeah, lot. I don't. That's interesting. I don't like those levels. Okay. Here's something to get into then. I, I yeah. here, here's something that. You and I have kind of spent a lot of time talking about Mario 3 and Mario World and just like over over time in the background, it kind of gets brought up, you know, relatively often enough. But we were we were playing this game around the same time, Mario World, and you said something that I find fascinating and I think is core to the difference in our philosophies and, and you bringing up a ghost level is a big part of it. So. When you play Mario World and you say, I'm going to I'm going to do a, am going to play all of Mario World. What does that mean to you? Can you describe that to the to the listener? What does it mean? What was what was this recent playthrough for you of playing Mario? What did it entail? I played through the levels until I got to Bowser and then I beat his ass. <laughs> So, so you, I, you I, just, I know it's like you just, I, it's, I know it's weird. But no, I know, I'm, I know but this is my point right now. This is my point is that's like to me that's absolutely not like playing mario world like that's not what you do when you play mario world because you you get to certain levels in mario where it specifically asks you to rethink this level right you get to you get to haunted houses and it's like oh i did mm -hmm. i did the haunted house wait a second nothing happened i didn't i didn't progress because oh, sure. i went through the gate and the, the level is like no you must for this level, you must find the secret exit. And that happens yeah. like a handful of times. There's probably like four levels throughout the sort of critical arc of the game where it's like, mm, but do the secret level. We want you to do that. That's important to us that you do the secret mm -hmm. level. And to me, I get the vibe from you. that It's like when when specifically asked to, that's when you will do the secret endings, but you will not do any other secret endings. And I think that's weird because to me, I play a level and if it's got the red dot, I got to find that secret ending. Like I've got to see both of them and I got to know where that other entrance takes me. I didn't do huge chunks of this run through a Mario world. Like I skipped castle three. I, I like I jump around and I go all over the place because I'm constantly exploring nooks and crannies and secret exits and things like that. And, and to me, that's like a critical part of playing Mario world. So when you say, well, I just played the levels. I'm like, how did you just play the levels? It, it, it almost doesn't make sense to me. How does it not make sense? It's like because you it's start the, a level the game and then is begging you, you to the... look for other stuff in it. The game is begging well, it's not you. It's like I don't look. I mean, you're kind of you're making some assumptions here that I don't do like any secrets. But I don't really go out of my way to I don't spend a lot of time in Mario level like just searching, uh -huh. like just looking for stuff. Right. Uh, so it's basically like either it's like secrets that I remember yeah. from just over the years playing Mario World that I'll be like, oh, yeah, you this this is over here or whatever um but i i and i'm not like looking stuff up sure. so i i think i'm playing mario games for the joy of of running and jumping and mm -hmm. and the platforming itself is yeah. what i'm there for um so skips don't really appeal to me which is true for every mario game i the yeah. way i play every mario game is i ignore all the skips and i just play through uh, all the levels i don't want to be cheated out of any mario you but, know what but I mean? you're like, not playing a bunch of levels in doing that right like you're not playing every mario level in the game well i mean i'll play the like star road levels right. and stuff like that like if there's a level then i will i will go to it okay to, to get that piece of the content but yeah i mean i'm 
I'm playing all of Mario World. Did you go I'm and do the special levels? The you're you're special talking about world? besides Star World and you're yeah. talking about Star World and Special World. Yeah. I yeah, I probably did not do all of them on this run. Right. I mostly right. focused on beating Bowser. So my other question then to build off of this is when you play Mario 3, do mm -hmm. there are times in Mario 3 where it's sort of it has a similar logic, but again, it's kind of like we didn't have the technology to do this as elaborately as we do it in Mario World. But in Mario 3, there's parts where it's like you could go over there and play, you know, World 1-3, but the path doesn't make you. You could just go do 1-4. Do you go and play World 1-3? Like, do you play every single Super Mario Brothers 3 level? Yeah. Yeah. I It... it I, I, what is so weird about this? <laughs> no, because when you talk to me about Mario World, you say, I just try to play it through to get to the, to the castle. But it's like, I, I, that's just not what I do. Like, here, here was this time's pathway for me uh, was I, you do World 1, you do uh, mm -hmm. World 2. I always get the top secret area so I can get, I can stock up on Yoshis and Feathers and stuff or whatever. And then you get mm -hmm. into the cave of World 3 and I always split off to the left and get to Star Road as fast as possible and then mm -hmm. do a bunch of Star Road levels. Uh, and then I went up through and did the top part of the, the, the sort of canyon to get to Castle 4 or whatever. And then I would like go back and go through Star World and come out one of the other exits of Star World to go do that chunk over there. I basically yeah. got myself to where I could have just done Bowser's Castle without doing Worlds uh, 5, 6, or 7. And I was like, I could do that, but I've done that run before. Like, I've done the, like, get to Bowser's Castle as fast as, you know, possible. Like, the, the shortest number of levels before. But then right. I, like, bounce around and go do other levels. And, like, I just feel like I'm sitting there just messing around in the space. I think my favorite levels in Mario are, like, the puzzle levels. That's why Star Road means, like, so much to me. Because those levels are not even about, like, platforming, mm -hmm. generally speaking. There's there's not very much, like, get from point A to point B. It's very much, like, somewhere in here, there's, like, something else going on or whatever. And you have to kind of figure out what to do. And that becomes true later when you get into, like, Mario Maker and stuff. Like, I love the Mario right. Maker community doing puzzle levels, not the, like, fast, twitchy uh, uh, platforming levels. But, like, I think that's, like core difference is i think mm -hmm. you like the platforming and i like the like i don't want to do the platforming i want to do as much just weird exploration as i possibly can right and i think that it's cool that it makes room for both i just think that in like because it gates well it doesn't even get i mean i would say special world probably has like or is it called special zone whatever Something it is like that uh, yeah. uh it those levels are obviously really good. Um, I think that a lot of the stuff that is like really puzzly is kind of a bummer to me. And also like if they built the game being like assuming that I would try and take every skip, then I feel like that kind of does make sense because it feels like it feels like the game is not like paced that well mm -hmm. to me. And man, I think it's because when I mean, when you played, it, it sounds like you are making up your own pace. Yeah, basically. I absolutely am. Yeah. Um, and it's customized to your taste. Uh, and I feel like when I play it, I'm playing through a lot of levels that I don't really think are that great because mm -hmm. I haven't come up with my own, like my own DJ mix of, <laughs> of Super Mario yeah. world. Right. Um, and it's cool that it can do that, but also like 
it doesn't really matter to me that much at mm-hmm. this point because I know that the way it works for me is I play all the levels. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what a Mario game is to me. It's right. it's just a bunch of levels. And I feel like in Mario World there's too many levels that like kind of don't hit that hard for me. Mm. And if if at the end of the day I'm thinking of these as like piles of levels and and you know game design ideas I feel like I just prefer Mario 3s yeah. because I feel like it's just more consistent overall. Right. Well, and um, Mario 3 is also... The thing I noted this time in Mario World is I, I had never reckoned with the fact that Mario World is not um, very like inventive with the types of places you go to, right? You are you are at Dinosaur Island or whatever this place is mm-hmm. called, right? You're you're not in the Mushroom Kingdom like you are with the first one or with with Mario three, but like Mario three has like iconic areas where they're iterating on like there's the desert zone and they're like all desert levels and they're right. iterating on various components that they're introducing in the desert levels. That doesn't actually really exist in Mario World. Like Mario World just sort of bounces around. There's a part where you're like you're kind of in the forest, but like half the levels right. don't even really have anything to do with the forest, and the forest is just happens to be the sprite backdrop or whatever. Um, and that is something that doesn't rub me the wrong way, but I understand like the idea that like no, I mean a Mario three level is like iconic, right? Like every Mario three level is like well, I could I, I feel like more people could tell you exactly. Like, oh, that's stage two, six or whatever. If you if, if you show them a picture of a level, they'd be like, yeah, that's two, six, because I know world two looks like this. And I know by the time I get right. to level six, it looks like this. I don't think you can really do that with Mario World, except for with like people that are obviously like speedrunners or something of it. I, I think it, you could look at a, a lot of Mario World levels and be like, I don't know where that is. That could that could be any of the zones, basically. Yeah, I think like Mario World is just a little bit less concerned with the pace of the game yeah and is a little more like like it doesn't really ca- like i feel like um in in mario 3 the worlds are very much designed like you play this one yep. and then this this next one right. builds off of ideas from that last one whereas mario world you get to a certain point and yeah it does just kind of feel like every level could be anywhere in the game yeah. um and i feel like that applies to even difficulty right like some oh, like true. i don't yeah, feel yeah. like the difficulty is very well like pace yeah throughout i mean if you're in special zone i feel like generally the levels are more inventive but mm-hmm. that's kind of it there is no other there's no other thing that that connects them right you now right they're all just like all over the place um especially i really don't like the levels leading right up to bowser yeah which is a shame because bowser's world in mario 3 is like some of my favorite shit. Yeah, yeah. Some of my favorite Mario right. shit of all time. When you're like messing with like the tanks yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Um, I love the feeling of like the airship levels. That's the other thing too. It feels like, like you're actually approaching. Like because like you have tanks coming yes. at you and you got airships. This is like the legion of Bowser's armies are fighting yeah. back against you. And then yeah, this one is like, and then these are the caves outside of Mario's castles. They're kind of like the caves in World Three, aren't they? Anyways, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, but you know what, Super Mario World has that that would would have been cool in mario 3 um that so like the things that i'm actually jealous of is like i think i really like mario world's uh item system way better yeah. mario 3 you just end up with this like menu right. of like so many items yeah um and and you can kind of use those to really mitigate the difficulty a little bit so i tend to like not really mm-hmm. over utilize them mario world 
you have whatever current power up you're using, and then you can bank one. Right. And that's it. Yeah. That, and that is such a, a cleaner, more elegant system. Right. Um, and I really wish that that actually was how it worked in Mario 3. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't. Whatever. Right. It's not that big of a deal. Well, and um, it also reinforces that idea of, like, some of the secrets in some of these levels, you kind of, like, need a specific item. I mean, it's almost always the cape, right? Like, the fire flower almost never unlocks some sort of other thing or whatever but the the cape is the like the key to unlocking a lot of things and so it's like critical to sometimes have a cape i think there's a lot of issues with the cape too i think the cape you can skip uh i don't know about a third of the total levels if you want to like you can mm -hmm. just fly over the top of them it is an inherently yeah. completely broken item um, yeah i don't really love the cape for that reason yeah uh but when when you have to use the cape to actually do like things that matter I, I think it's one of my favorite items in a Mario game, basically. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, like, and that's something I can't really, in the comparisons department, really hold too much specifically against World because literally Mario 3 has basically the same problem with the Tanuki suit. Yeah, like, you right. can fly over a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I, it's this thing that, that Nintendo has of being like, well, Mario games are hard but we should definitely be considerate and allow people to skip over stuff that they don't like uh -huh. as much. But I actually am more interested in a Mario game that isn't Kaizo crazy, yeah. but is still challenging mm -hmm. um, and just sort of makes me play it. Right. Like that, that it, where it doesn't allow me any kind of alternate route yeah. where it's just like, here's the challenge and here's, uh, here's what I got to do. Honestly, I think this is why Celeste is so compelling right. because Celeste delivers that. Yeah, absolutely. It does say, here's something hard and you have to complete it. There's no way around yeah. uh, that. Um, you know, uh, it's built on the foundation of Mario. It's and true. I feel like between world and three, it's just easier to play three that way. Yeah. Um, whereas, right. yeah, I do always feel like I'm kind of missing out on something with world because they'll be like why are there there's so they'll, they'll be like a bunch of gimmick levels yeah in a row where there's just like kind of puzzles and and things that just aren't as appealing to me they're yeah. fine like but yeah they're they just they just don't hit as hard yeah you know i i feel like this was the first time i could see the dna of like mario 64 and super mario sunshine in mario world specifically i mm -hmm. never i never really paid much attention to like the crossover between 2d and 3d mario but like that aspect of like, listen, you could you could tackle like instead of, uh, you know, you've, you've got Super Mario 64 level one, but there's like all these stars you could do. That is kind of how I envision a Mario world like world two. I could tackle a lot of these levels in kind of whatever order I want to or whatever. And, and, and I and I can skip world three and go to world four and then come back and do some world three stuff or whatever. I've, I that DNA now makes more sense to me. Whereas I think I used to think of Mario 64 is just like, wow, they went on like a crazy, completely different mm -hmm. direction with how they design these systems. It's like, no, it's really not like they they had been working on this notion of you mess with the space however you want and you do what you right. want to do in the space. And that's like especially true in uh, Mario Odyssey, right? There's just so much in each world that you could attempt to tackle in Mario Odyssey. I do think that this is I think people give too, uh, Mario Sunshine too much flack when this is the same plot as Mario Sunshine. Like, we saved the day. We're on vacation. Uh-oh, things are going bad in vacation land, basically. Right, uh, right. So it's weird to me that people were like, what is going on in Sunshine? It's like, I don't know. It's the exact same plot as Mario World. What's your problem? 
Yeah, it do, it does have that, and it will kind of always have that. Of like Mario World is where the look and feel of Mario the character and Mushroom Land the world was like solidified. Yeah, basically. Yeah, and since since then, everything has kind of stayed in Mario World's general vibe. Right. I feel like. Yeah. yeah definitely. And before that, it really. I don't know. Yeah, it really was like unclear. I mean, Mario One to Mario World—that's a crazy jump <laughs> with like everything art design wise, yeah, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, this is when they found the look and feel that they were going to stick with for yeah. forever. Everything is going to look like Super Mario World, as far as Mario is concerned. Right. I think for as long, you know, yeah, for as long as there is Mario. Do you have a favorite world or a favorite level? In Mario World, is there one that sticks out to you? Damn, there isn't. There <laughs> really is that's not. That's telling. Like that's yeah, that's pretty wild to me. Yeah, they're just. I mean, what's what's yours? What's your favorite? Uh, the Mario World level. The, the first memory that always comes to mind with Mario, and I didn't even actually play this level on this run, but there's a when when you beat Castle Three, and then you're going across the bridge. You know how there's two levels on the bridge, and one of those mm-hmm. levels there's just floating chainsaws everywhere. Yes, that level is the first it's like Super Meat Boy level I ever. Well, it is, except for I don't know, maybe twelve-year-old me figured out that you can like super duper speed run that level. Like I found my own speed run strat of that level. Basically, if you Heck have a yeah. cape and you have Yoshi, you can literally just hold right and hold the jump button, like do a run, do a jump, and you know how when you're on Yoshi, you can't do your fly, so you just jump really high up and you fall really slow down. That level is perfectly paced, where if you hold that jump button, you'll just bounce off a chainsaw, and then you'll be coming down, you'll be like, oh, am I gonna fall into a gap? And then a a chainsaw will just sort of like magically appear at the perfect timing, and you'll bounce off that chainsaw. And you can do, you do the entire level like that. And I just like happened upon that one day, and that just like sticks in my mind of like the first time I ever thought of speed running, basically. Like, it's like I came up with my own speed running in my living room. I will say I do like, oddly enough, I kind of like the boss fights yeah. in Mario World. I like that they're all different. Right. Um, well, they they do repeat some ideas, but I, I like that it's like, here's this different way to do it. I like that they feel like they have like unique personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's not just the same thing over and over. I like, uh, I like the one where you have to trick him into falling off the platform into the lava. <laughs> um, I think the one with the rhinoceroses on the platforms yeah. is insane or are they oh you mean trent reznor yeah trent, trent reznor trent yeah reznor. <laughs> i i think trent reznor boss fight is pretty nuts and that happens more than once yeah even. it's a lot um, it's all of the yeah. fortresses basically is a is a reznor fight yeah trent reznor man <laughs> gotta gotta love trent reznor i i i feel like sad a little bit that mario world just sort of doesn't click for you like doesn't you know is is I mean, it, t- the vibe I get from you is that Mario World is just okay to you. Yeah, it's 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 good. It's not the best, but it's, it's interesting. Good. Have you ever? Well, so so to take that one step further, because uh, you have uh, of late, you still do your getting over it with Bennett Foddy speed runs. And oh yeah, yeah. Celeste really hooked itself into your brain, and I know you say you don't really want to do Kaizo stuff, uh, especially because there's obviously there's certain Kaizo where it's like no, you have to like know how to shell jump to even be able to do. Yeah, this I don't, I, I don't want to have to learn all that's that technical cool. stuff. But I just think we need to find a Kaizo Mario hack that is like the like a, an early Kaizo, and I 
and I feel like it's something you would get down with a lot more. Like if it was still just the basic mechanics of Mario, because so many of them too are, I think what you describe, which is like these levels in this order and they build on each other mm-hmm. in the Mario three way. Like I think a lot of ROM hacks of Mario world is going back to the Mario three philosophy, but just with the Mario world mechanics, very few Mario world ROM hacks emulate the style and vibe of playing Mario world at all. Most of them are perfectly linear ramping up. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's what Celeste actually is, right? Celeste is not built from Mario. Celeste is built from the tradition of Mario world ROM hacks, basically right. is what, is what right. I would argue. Um, and so I just wonder if you would ever get down on one of those. I think it would have to be pretty friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, because yeah, like I said, I, I'm not trying to become like some sort of Mario grammar person that yeah. knows how to do all of the necessary tricks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would absolutely give it a shot. I've, I've only played Mario ROM hacks. Like I, I had a friend in Portland um, named Victor, shout out to Victor, uh, who was really into Mario ROM hacks. And every time I would go over to his house, I would end up like kind of tooling around. Yeah. Um, in in whatever wine it was that he was obsessed with at, at the time um but yeah i mean i don't know i i don't know if that's the way in for me to be honest i kind of just like a good 2d mario game yeah. uh i am excited about super mario wonder yeah that's true. Uh, i'm sure i will enjoy that game uh quite a bit uh i love you know what game people i feel like do not talk enough about is super mario 3d land yeah. on the nintendo 3ds that game was uh, really fun. Obviously, it's not a it's not a two D Mario, but it is a two point five D Mario. <laughs> um, and yeah, really, really like that game a lot. I feel like that has a lot of like memorable yeah. uh, levels in it. I think you also got to consider it like this. Think think about think about it in my brain like this. When I had Mario World, I also had Mario three. Yeah. I also had Mario two. I also had Mario one. Right. I had all four of those games at once yeah. and was just popping around them all the time when I was a kid. Yeah. So, like, I feel like I got so much tasting of all the different flavors of yeah. Mario when I was younger that it's it's not it's no diss to Mario World. It's just that when I was experiencing it, I was obsessed with Mario in right. general. Right. So, like, I you know I would probably rank mario 3 and even mario 1 a little bit higher than world but it's not like i'm saying world sucks sure it's just not as it's not as memorable an experience to me i even think maybe i like even though mario or mario world 2 yoshi's island uh is a weirder game and more (laughs) for babies um i still kind of like it i feel like it has its own vibe i would not say that game is for babies at all that game gets so goddamn hard and punishing (laughs) like halfway through that game i i never beat yoshi's island as a kid because it gets so incredibly difficult you know i have so that's the one that it's been the longest since i've replayed it i when i was a kid i really loved that one um and yeah i i for some reason i remember it being like stupid easy but that may have just been my kid brain projecting the idea that Mario is literally a baby yeah. in, in Mario well, World 2. Right. No, it, um, I, I think that one like goes off a cliff in difficulty and like becomes so, so crazy hard. Uh, but you get, you get point. to 
you you always get a chance to resurrect yourself. That's the thing that I think is weird about it, right? Is like sure. anytime you get hit, you can you can hit the bubble. That's where we got the bubble thing from. People right. always forget that yeah. that's where bubble comes from. But sometimes um, sometimes he floats like literally out of reach. Like sometimes you're in a level oh, and you're like, yeah. get over here. What are you doing? Come back or what? And, and he just is trapped up in a corner or something. It's definitely not fair in like every iteration. Yeah. Um, also, like you know, I I really love uh, Super Mario Maker a lot, yeah. and I feel like I would be remiss if I did not say that Mario Maker, the Super Mario World palette is just the it's just the best right. palette it to is. work it's in. The best it, one. It, it is the best canvas for Mario. It is my favorite way for Mario to look. Yeah. Um, which is really why I should yeah I should be a Mario ROM hack person. Yeah. That's that's really the result of this conversation is that I need to actually give that world a good go because right. i absolutely admit that mario world is like my favorite look yeah or 2d mario right like without a doubt yeah it feels the most iconic of of all of the the visuals or whatever mario 3 looks weird by comparison sure. which i could also make an argument for but it doesn't it doesn't feel like as a canvas the best place to yeah. just play in and i always grew up with mario all-stars version of mario 3 which is like a yeah. slightly upgraded palette but is like maybe in a little bit more off-putting basically like feels like it doesn't belong because it's still nes mechanics but it's like i don't know we dolled up we doubled the pixels oh boy look out everybody yeah. <laughs> but it just is the same game i don't know um it doesn't I, look weird enough you got to play it on right, the nes everybody right. the, the nes version of mario 3 that's the one that's the one <laughs> i've i've definitely gotten a lot of like mario fatigue i feel like of late um 3d marios have never specifically clicked with me but even within that like i feel like we keep getting sort of um, interesting good mario games but i i look at this mario wonder announcement stuff and it looks good and it looks like there's really goofy stuff in it and it's exciting to see them like lean into like the weirdness of mario but outside of that like it looks like the same mario we've been getting since the da ds right it looks like new super mario brothers to me right. and that's the part like that's the part that makes me interested in 3d land and 3d world right because at least those two games were like the first actual new Mario, whereas it's like every other Mario game has either been Mario 64 again or right. has been Mario 3 again. And there's a part of me that's just like, I'm ready for the next like dramatic shift. And I don't know what that could even I don't that probably doesn't exist like that. can't. That's, that's an impossible standard to set. Mario 5D. Yeah, but that's, that's what you're saying. That's what I want is a Mario, Mario 5D, 5D world. Yeah, I don't know. I just have so much fatigue with Mario in general that that's the, the, the my biggest issue is I it's like impossible for me to get a bunch of hype for a new Mario game. But you haven't played Mario Galaxy, right? Or have you? I have uh, only I've not played enough of Mario Ga Galaxy for it to matter. I've played like two worlds of Mario Galaxy. So yeah, I, Man, I've, I've not played much, but I don't like 3D Mario pretty much at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like Odyssey, but Odyssey, I just never beat. I got pretty far in Odyssey uh, and, and that that game is is, you know, tight and I think works really, really well. But like every other 3D Mario, I've always bounced off at a certain point, basically. It's so funny. Like one of the reasons that I'm really glad we started this project is like there were a lot of there are a lot of things, a lot of perceptions that I have had about you <laughs> That I find the more I get to know you, the more I'm like, wow, you're, it, it's weird. I, I think I project on you some things that I end up being like, oh, that's not, because I always thought like, Matt, he's a big Mario guy. That guy <laughs> loves Mario. And then it's just like, the more I talk to you about it, the more I'm like, this guy doesn't really love Mario at all. Uh -uh. Like this, this guy likes, yeah. this guy likes a game. Right. I you like, know, I like Mario World. I liked, I liked New Super Mario Brothers. I played the pants off of New Super Mario Brothers on the DS, like the first one. 
that, that oh, one yeah, was yeah. exciting. Uh, but yeah, I, haven't, I basically haven't played any of them since then. Like, I haven't played uh, the new Super Mario Brothers U or whatever, the one that then also yeah. got ported to Switch and stuff. I, I haven't played those. Always, those are the ones that are like Mario for babies, basically. Is is my understanding? Like, they they made them so easy that it just doesn't even seem alluring. That's what that's the main thing I'm excited about for Mario Wonder. If this is also an episode that's just supposed to be like a build up to something, I I do want to play Wonder. Like, I do think that will be a kind of Mm -hmm. refreshing experience even if it's like oh it's got kind of the same palette as new super mario brothers uh and i don't know mechanically like it's interesting to me that a lot of mario design these days is like we have to put really weird power-ups for it to like be meaningful or whatever because there's not there's not other ways to reinterpret run and jump right like i can't vastly change the act of mario doing running and jumping but i can make his hat uh suck up the soul of a frog or i can turn him into an elephant and have a weird elephant power up and decide whatever that means um but it's just a when i get into those parts that's when i just wish i was playing kirby i guess <laughs> <laughs> that's which is we can all relate to that uh, i if you think about it though 3d mario as a series actually has not there's far less 3d mario entries oh for sure than 2d mario yeah, yeah. i think that maybe that's part of it is when 3d mario became a thing 2d mario became like a, a b team mm-hmm. sort of explore exploratory thing yeah like and to be honest i kind of like that 2d mario doesn't have that level of pressure on it anymore yeah because sometimes all i want is just a mario game with good ass levels yeah i don't care if it's not doing anything new right what i want is like the sort of the best album right like the best the 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 musical mario 2d mario that yeah where it's like that first song's really good gets you into it and by the time you get to the last song you're like dang yeah. this is just an a hit parade of excellent songs that's that's what i want and in theory mario maker should be that except for like 95 percent of mario make maker levels are unfinished garbage made by like an eight-year-old or whatever like it's so hard yeah, to actually find eight-year-olds it's so hard to find good levels in mario maker i i love the concept of mario maker and if you like can go seek out levels and download them that's when it's fun but the act of just like let's play let's do a run of of you know hard mode or whatever uh that's not really ever been interesting to me at all because you just get so much weird fluff but it it, if anything it reiterates to me again like it's time to get you into we got to find the exact right first rom hack for you because i do think that's what these rom hacks are like a lot of these rom hacks are like i want to make like a perfect set of 10 levels that like really communicates some specific design ideas within the the good mechanics of mario world basically yeah um and i think that we like from this conversation and this a lot of this was like kind of before we started recording but i feel like we went there to where it makes sense for me to say uh that i want you to play mario 64 yeah because i feel like that but like if if mario 3 is a game that i love because i feel like it is like the last yeah mario game in a way spiritually right you know what i mean it's like it's sort of actually finished Uh uh-huh um, even though like there's still 2D Mario games and I still, I mean, I'm still down to play as many as y'all want to make, uh, <laughs> Nintendo, um, in a way, Mario three is like, all right, this is basically what that is. Right. Mario 64 is the Mario one right. of a 3D Mario that I don't think exists yet. You know what I mean? Oh, so, like 
that's, interesting. That's how I, we I have feel it. Odyssey like the, didn't finish the 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 sort of thesis set forth by 64. Is that what you're saying? No, because like, 3D Mario is still very young to me. Yeah. Uh, like, there was so much iteration on 2D Mario, not just from Nintendo, mind sure. you. Yeah, there yeah. were a lot of people making Mario games that wasn't Nintendo. Yeah. But there's there. it's not like when Mario 64 came out that people could even... Like, people made their attempts at 3D platformers, and we definitely had, like, a, a time where yeah. those were happening, where they were competing directly with Mario 64, but I don't think any of them touched the majesty of it. Nintendo had become too powerful, <laughs> and now Nintendo is the only one uh -huh. that can make a real 3D Mario. So we've had to... I mean, Mario 64 came out when I was, like, six yeah. or whatever. Right. And now I'm 33. My life's halfway over, <laughs> and we got... In that time, I'm halfway through my life. You know what I mean? And that's being generous. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you've looked outside or read the news, but, you know, the idea we all get to live, like, our expected life, yeah. it's not. The hellfire is coming, friends. Uh-uh. It's coming. Yeah. it's Aliens are going to invade or whatever. Just fill in whatever conspiracy theory you believe in is what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, except for the racist ones, which is maybe some, maybe all of them. Um, maybe all of them. My point is this. In the time since I was a six-year-old boobus, we got Mario Sunshine, which was like, what is this? They mm -hmm. even felt like they were like not even sure what it was. They pushed mm -hmm. it out. I'm, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying like sort of had like right. a... It was the, it's the Majora's Mask of 3D Mario where yeah. you're like, cool, y'all made... Okay. <laughs> we're waiting on a real one though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then you didn't get that till Mario Galaxy, and it's like, oh, cool. This is this is this is a follow-up. Mm -hmm. This is how you do a follow-up. And then we get Galaxy 2, and we're like, yeah, okay, I guess y'all had some more ideas there. More gas in the um, tank Mario for that. Galaxy 2 is great, by the way. I'm not that's no shade. I'm just saying like it was a little bit like, okay, more of that. Interesting. And then Mario Odyssey. That's not a lot of game. Right. You know? There are five That's... 3D Mario games total. <laughs> In yes. totality, there are five. Which is a game series that started when I was six. Yeah. That's and now crazy. I'm, an, I'm decrepit. <laughs> I mean, I'm so old. I'm 33. I have, no, I have no girlfriend. I have no wife. I have no child. I don't have a real job. You know what I mean? Like, and Mario is over here barely showing up in my life mm -hmm. when I need him most. You know what I'm saying? I do. I need him. I need him. It's time. <laughs> I need him to come over and hold me. <laughs> <laughs> what is your dream Mario game? What's your dream 3D Mario game? So one thing that I think, one thing that I think uh, a Mario game could stand to do. Also, we kind of omitted Mario 3D World. That is a 3D Mario game, I guess. It's fair. I to think say, that's a different thing entirely, though. That's it's that, kind I mean, of a to the point thing. of that 3D World and 3D Land are like not. They're not. They're not Mario 64 sequels. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, they, it just feels like there's something di different about it. Anyways, my ideal 3D Mario, um, I think, would have uh, somehow both have the majesty mm -hmm. of Breath of the Wild and the focused gameplay, like, hit yeah. of 2D Mario. Right. And I don't know how it can be both those things. Sure. Every time you zoom out with Mario, you have to give up the focused gameplay yeah. at all times right right that's yeah. the nature of the beast but somehow i want i want to play a 3d mario that feels like a gigantic playground that is chocked to the brim <laughs> with 
excellent Mario platforming uh-huh. yeah. that is both challenging and fun. Right. And I feel like that's something they've tried for, but I just think that they're they just forgot to put Yoshi in more games. Like Mar- Yoshi's in Mario Galaxy 2 and that's most people's favorite 3D Mario until Odyssey. But why wasn't there a Yoshi in Odyssey? I don't know. And it's that's the actual that's the secret sauce, baby. You just need to put Yoshi back in games. Where's my Yoshi at? I don't I don't understand how we stopped iterating on the brilliance that is uh the dinosaur that is a horse uh you're joking around but i feel like if we did break it down you probably just like <laughs> games with yoshi in it <laughs> like you're trying to be like oh wouldn't that be a silly opinion and it's like uh actually that kind of like the more i learn about you the more i'm like he probably just like yoshi it's probably actually <laughs> that simple like you're dressing it up with all this complicated extra stuff but I actually think like it's probably more accurate to say that you just like that green dinosaur mm-hmm. and you like seeing them. And yeah. when you see them, it makes you happy. Yeah. And so you like that. I do. Same thing with Kirby. You like that pink, whatever he is, whatever I he is. I just like a baby noise. I like my character to talk like a baby and to, yeah. and to just sort of eat stuff. And let's be fair. I like Mario's always been kind of creepy. <laughs> he's always been kind of creepy. He's a grown Italian man and he's <laughs> hanging out with us all day. Weird. Weird. I don't like it. Is it time to rank this thing? I don't know what we're going to do. I don't, I don't know Let's what this it. is going to be. Uh, but it's, well, where it's, do you want to put it? I don't know. I what? don't know. It's a me. It's a, I'm afraid of ranking this a game. Why? Why are you afraid? Because I don't think it, it just doesn't need to go anywhere, man. It doesn't matter at all. Uh, well, okay. But that's what but I... Okay. No, I'm not... We're not... I'm not going to accept this uh-huh. from you today. You're you're gonna have to give me where you want to put it, mm-hmm. the highest, and then we argue. That's how this works. Because uh-huh. you like this uh-huh. game more than me, you gotta, and then you, you gotta defend yourself, and I will attack yeah. viciously. Right. Okay. Right. So go ahead and set your mark, and then we are gonna just. Oh, I'm gonna tear into you. I got so many arguments ready to go. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just going so you upsettingly let me know, not high. Let me know where you think it belongs. I, I just little keep mister. looking at this list, and it keeps the not highest, being. Select the highest point. Oh my gosh! You couldn't argue it should be higher than that. I can't and argue. Then, ooh, I am just. I'm sharpening Good. my teeth over here. <laughs> I got fangs ready to come it. out at you. All you right. tell me the highest Best you I could can do. possibly put it. Best Here's I can the, offer here you it is. is this number... is the highest you would put it. 25 right above outrun that's the highest you would put it that's the highest you would put it you can't nope i can't argue any higher it's not going above eco you can't argue higher than 25 no. for super mario world no i can't it's not going well, above guess eco what? surprise surprise twist i like super mario world more than you do that's how much that's you just true. don't make sense and i do i do i like it more than that where do you want to put weird? it? Where do you want to put it? No, I want to give you a shot to try again. Okay. <laughs> Where do you no, want to I put it? I look at the list. List. Listen. Listen. I like mm-hmm. World more than three. Okay. Of course yes. I do. I don't like World more than Super Smash Brothers Melee, The Witness, Grim Fandango, Final Fantasy okay. VII Remake Two, Metal Gear Solid Two, Katamari Damacy. I don't like it more than Doom, Hyper Light Drifter, Halo Combat Evolved, or Eco right there are way more things in this chunk that i definitely don't like super mario world more than than the few things i do like super mario world more than there's like three things in this list that i like super mario world more than so there's no way there's no way it goes that high 
Listen, here's here's what it really well, comes down to. I'll, I'll argue for here's, it. Going here's high. what it really comes you can, but here's what it really comes down to for me. The different the biggest difference between Mario Brothers 3 and Mario World on this show is in the span of your life, Mario Brothers 3 like means everything to you, right? It means so it's it, it has this place in your heart and in your history. Mario mm-hmm. World is just the first game I played and that meant nothing to me at the time. It's just the first game I happened to play. Okay. I think it should maybe go above, I would probably put it, I like it better than, I don't like it better than Doom, but I do like it better than Quake. Right. Um, well, that's, a, again, we've ha- we've been just having to ignore Quake for so long. It's sure. just, it's just that Quake isn't actually on this list at all. I think I like it better than Halo Combat Evolved. I think I like it better than Hyper Light Drifter. You like it more than Eco? Mm-hmm. That hurt. That's so crazy to me. That's so crazy to me. Okay. And it's just that's so weird. You like, like it more than Yakuza? Yeah, Yakuza Kiwami. Okay. okay. I mean, I think the cumulative effect of the Yakuza series is gonna end up being very high. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean I even like I like it better than Grim Fandango. Um mm-hmm. I like it better than here, here's a question. I'm, yeah. Here's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at chunks, right? I, I need uninterrupted mm-hmm. chunks. I think that's, this is the way to approach this. Mm-hmm. So here's a chunk I can look at and ask you, can it go above these three games? Doom, Metal Gear Solid, Raw Danger. Like that's a, that's a solid chunk where that I feel like that's a cohesive set. And if Mario yeah. World can't go above all three of those, I think it should go below them. Oh uh, yeah, then I can't put it. I then I agree because the rest because the rest is like a weird smattering, right? The rest is like this, but not mm-hmm. this. This, but not this. This, but not this. But that is like a solid set that it feels kind of an insult to all three at once to let it go above any of them. If all of the games, I if we're ranking all games ever made, uh-huh. I've been saying that I think Halo is like probably the guy that guards the top 100 or Uh the top 200 right i mean just depending on like how many games are actually on that list i don't know how many games i've played in my life yeah but i think halo that on the list of all the games halo would be like master chief guarding (laughs) the vip club that when you see halo you know you've gotten to the oh this is when we're talking about the real good stuff Uh uh-huh so i definitely gotta let super mario world be in that because i think I think it would be in my top 200 or my top yeah. 100, right. whatever. Yeah. Whatever makes sense there. Um, That's fair. At the end of everything. Mm-hmm. I, and, Whereas, and, and so to that, I think it can go, you know, it could it could go above Hyperlight Drifter beyond that because I, I, I think a lot of Hyperlight Drifter, the things I just talked about today uh, are things I love about Hyperlight Drifter, like the, the way secrets sort of act and the way you go around things. And I just think Mario World does it in such a fanciful way that is i don't see hyperlight drifter as even much of an evolution of that now that i've like replayed them so like you I, know what's so funny here's let me let me just let's i'm just a malleable person hunter <laughs> yeah i know uh i was totally here's the bit i was gonna do this is what i wanted to do i was gonna hype it up like i was gonna cut you down no matter what you did uh-huh. and then what i was gonna do <laughs> Was whenever you said the number, I was gonna be like, "That sounds great." I was just gonna completely. I was just gonna give you whatever you number up. you said, and then you messed it up by going to so low that I was just like, 
now we have to have a regular conversation about it. Uh-huh. You cheated us out of just a, a, a bit a clean that bit. would have just got us through. Eco this is section. my number four, man. I can't. Like that's my problem. Is eco, I don't I don't know why you like eco but so we gotta, little. But we got to move eco up. Eco's got to be moved up. It's got to be up in the top ten. But Mario World right under Doom. How does that feel to you? Yeah, let's put it right under Doom. Right <laughs> under Doom, right above here, Hyper here, Okay, okay, Hunter, let's 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 take it back. Let's take it back. This is all in, but let's take it back. Uh, oh, oh, Hunter's gonna really dig me, and you, uh, he just wants me to set it anywhere. No, uh, no, I don't know. Wait, what do you wait. think about between Doom and Hyper Light? No, 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 no. We now, missed trash. We miss it. <laughs> no, we missed out on that. Uh, I actually want to argue uh, that Mario World doesn't deserve to be above Hyperlight Drifter. Okay. Um, because I think the episode was about Hyperlight Drifter was better. I think Hyperlight Drifter has proven to be a more important game to the show because I guess Mario World ain't that important. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like I thought I was like I thought I was like this is so fitting cuz now we're going to do Matt's Mario 3. Uh-huh. No. And and here you, we are. You just have to remember. I think the lesson you keep learning over and over again, this this is really what it comes down to. And you you've said this about yourself recently is uh that you have uh like you you give so many bonus points for like old classics, right? The 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 original stuff, the first stuff. Like you those those mm-hmm. get way bigger. You you have the opposite of recency bias is what you've said. And I sure. am the recency bias person and I have no heart I have no room in my heart for old stuff. I just don't care. None of it made any impression on me that I can uh, make note of. And I just, Mm -hmm. it it just doesn't matter to me. (laughs) All right. So Mario World will be the new number 21, (laughs) pushing down Halo Combat Evolved, Mm -hmm. Yakuza Kiwami, Eco, Papers, Please. Um, And yeah, we'll, we'll get Eco moved up. We'll get Eco moved. Will out. we though? I don't even know. Maybe I'm the only person who sits here and really wants to defend Eco. It doesn't. It just doesn't seem to. Especially because hey, I mean, next week not, is Shadow I, of the I mean, Colossus, and we're gonna have to reckon with that whole conversation. Not, I mean, it's the thing is, Eco's number twenty-four. It's yeah. not. It's not like it's in a bad spot. No. But yeah, um, and a lot of my top ten is not in our top ten. So right. I mean, it's. I mean, you're. It's funny because Eco's number twenty-four and twenty-six is outrun yeah you know what i mean so it's like it's kind of similar we've both got similar stuff in the trash can yeah but you know it the the re-ranking will be about this Uh it will be about ultimately whose taste was more important (laughs) to old gamers all back hold (laughs) on stop you're not letting me finish okay you're not letting me finish it'll be about whose taste was more important to old gamers almanac as chosen oh my god by Ernest Jernis yeah. <laughs> so not we'll just let not EJ have his way actor. with the whole list <laughs> no but he is the tie-breaking vote yeah you know what I mean sure if there are disagreements EJ is the one that will tie it up uh-huh and but this time we're not gonna let EJ touch Quake I'll right. tell you that much Quake is not <laughs> well, moving now, because no, of EJ's whims for this re-ranking EJ's there, but EJ's got a bouncer, and his name is Son Sanders. <laughs> oh, Sun you're Sanders right. will keep him in line. We'll have a new tie. We'll have a new tie that can form, and we'll just be gridlocked for the whole episode. It'll be two v twos down the line. Yeah, that'll be tough. We'll have to do a lot of. Uh, we'll have to do a lot of weird games to make it through. Yeah. Um. So definitely get excited uh, at the re-ranking episode that will probably be five hours long. Yeah. Um. <laughs> we've got Shadow of the Colossus coming up next week, and then we are doing a mini arc yeah. on StarCraft Brood War. Very excited about yeah. uh, our mini arc. Yeah. Um. It's gonna be fun. 
Have you? Started? Oh, actually, Shadow of the Colossus is not next week. Uh, we're talking about Alan Wake. Oh, sure. You're, do, you're too, doing it. You're but doing that's a, not. Yeah. Not yeah, for that's, the list. That's just a little extra. That's thing. just an episode, and then two weeks will be Shadow of the Colossus. I'm getting through it. Yeah. Have you started Starcraft? Have you Have you plugged mm-hmm. away at it all? I've, I mean, I've I've been playing Starcraft a little bit through the entire year. I've played through the the Terran campaign mm-hmm. already in the original game. Um, I don't remember if I finished the Zerg campaign or if I'm just at the later end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a little bit since I logged on because I've been trying to get through all of these so I can just focus on StarCraft. Right. Um, a lot of people have been asking because yeah. I've been teasing uh, about us playing multiplayer games. I am finishing... I've already done Shadow of the Colossus. I am finishing Alan Wake over the next uh, couple days, which means that by the time you hear this, I will be done. Yeah. So likely I will be posting about playing StarCraft multiplayer any day now from you listening yeah, to this. Right. Our hardcore yeah. listeners. Start okay? begging for it this week on the Discord and and, and we will start setting dates. Yeah, basically. remind me. If I have not already <laughs> posted about it, remind me that I owe you StarCraft. Yeah. And guess what? We've left enough time for it to be all about StarCraft for a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, I'm and really we excited. return to 90s PC season. I've been on the yes. Discord. Every episode I mark is technically off topic, even though we've completely veered from the topic. But we will return to the topic right at the very, very end. At game 100 will be our 90s PC season closer. So I don't mm-hmm. know. If, uh, we don't break all of our promises. <laughs> yeah, not all of them. Just some of them. Here <laughs> at the Old Gamers Almanac. <laughs> Old Gamers Almanac is produced by Matt Martins and Hunter Donaldson with music by Knight Corey. If you liked our little show, consider giving us a five-star rating or heading over to patreon.com slash oldgamersalmanac. Oldgamersalmanac.